Hello, bonjour, namaste, Ooh. ciao. Welcome to Qualified Nonsense, a podcast between three friends where we talk about anything, everything, and nothing at all. Just a quick reminder, if you enjoy all of our jackassery, consider becoming a Patreon supporter at patreon.com backslash qualified nonsense. There you'll find all the behind-the-scenes bonus and even steamy content. But for now, turn down the lights. Turn down the bed. Turn up those voices inside your head. It's time for Qualified Nonsense. I'm Matt. I'm Jake. And I'm Brandon. And this is Qualified Nonsense. That was a good intro. That was a good intro. You, you, you like the Bonnie Raitt reference? Except I said turn <laughs> up these voices inside your head. Because that would be us. <laughs> do you get it? But do you get it? I get it. That was good. Sure. 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 And welcome back, everyone. Uh, gentlemen. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> How are... Shazam. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How are we all doing? Gosh, I'm good. Thanks for asking. I'm going to come. <laughs> uh, I'm good. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, hanging in. How, how, about, how about you? Doing well, doing well. Any Anything new with any of you since since we last recorded? Uh, I'm pretty convinced that my mobile device listens to me, um, but, and I know that all of them listen to everybody, but because, this, <laughs> because we've talked about um, subjects like conspiracy theories and alien visitation... Um, <laughs> I've been getting served some really weird shit on YouTube. You're welcome. Yeah. Uh, Joe Rogan, a lot of Joe Rogan and his interviews with like weirdos. Um, um, So clips there here and there, but, uh, but also some good stuff. So, so thanks for that, Matt. And thanks for that technology, listening to all the shit that we're doing. Just keep it on the DL. I literally can't. It's, it's (laughs) my phone is blasting it. (laughs) It is um, kind of yeah, funny this... how, how you will look up, like, one thing that maybe, I mean, you're not necessarily that interested in, but then all of a sudden that's all you get is, like, the one thing. It's like, I don't care about whatever it is. Like, I, I just looked this up one time. I don't have a interest in it. Right. That's kind of why I like the advertisements for Wish. It's, like, things that I've never looked up, and you'll get, like, Oh, here's your uh, leather daddy suit with a gag and ball. And it's like, whoa, <laughs> why do you think that well, that's even? <laughs> aren't, aren't those more to like just catch your eye? Like, you know, and so they'll just have ads. Like I, I got um, I got an ad on Instagram that I, I took a screenshot of it, but it was um, it was a can of pork brains. And uh, <laughs> I mean, it did make me stop. Brains? Yeah. Yeah. Well, done, I can. Yeah, it says pork brains with milk gravy. I can uh, mm. send you guys. I can send it in our chat. But um, it, uh, yeah, it, it did definitely make me stop. But it, it was for Amazon. And it's like I've never looked this up before, and but it did know that I would stop and pay attention to it. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's partly wish is like you know. There's a cod piece with uh, like rhinestones on it, and then you scroll over, and it's like, oh, also here's a scooter. You're like, well, very different mm-hmm. things. So <laughs> you guys know that that used to be the industry that I that I worked in. That online advertising, it wasn't you know Facebook and Instagram because they were a competitor, but that sort of real time um, ad serving. So like when you click on a link, it like identifies you as a general category or like you and, and like what sort of category your personality or your, um, you're the mark. demographic. Yeah. And then there would be like a real time bid that would happen between companies to basically buy the space, that ad space, that empty ad space and put a relevant ad that's, that's dedicated to you. That was the, that was the industry. So it's it's pretty interesting, and I think on a technology front, like it's it's incredible, um, but I don't care for it, and I don't I don't um, I make a special effort not to engage with those ads because I know that it's feeding an algorithm that's like 
just trying to consume more of my time <laughs> and that's a little bit I don't, tin, I don't like tin the hatty of for, me but I don't like the ads where it's like um if you were on a e-commerce website like a shopping website and you were looking at something and then like every single ad you get is for that thing or similar things yeah i think it's super because like handed. yeah like, like especially with clothing like i'll look up hey i wonder what that kind of what like what was that style of boot right when i when i had a motorcycle i was looking up uh what turned out to be harness boots and i was like oh i want to try to find what that was and like all i got for months and months and months and months was different styles of boots and i was like no i wanted that <laughs> one yeah yeah it's like and also like at work if i share my screen with like a coworker or my boss or something and then there's like all these ads for like action figures or whatever and it's like no <laughs> i mean it, it's better it's than bad, like but... oh hey brandon can you share that report you were drafting with me and it's like yeah sexy hot milfs in your area <laughs> <laughs> like oh just shit <laughs> there was a oh, uh no. so <clears throat> i used to work um you know, IT and in an industry with like a range of, of people, but there was this this guy in finance who would look at porn on his uh, work machine, and he would uh, my man, <laughs> and and we'd be like, hey man, like you got to stop doing this, and he's like, I forget what he called him. He didn't call him old fashions. He called him. Uh, he's like, because they were just like he he just like downloaded still images of like topless women, and. They weren't. He didn't call them old fashions, but he he called them something like that. And and we're like, we're like, okay, dude. Like, I hear you, but like, please stop doing this on a work computer because it's fucking not yours. And it's like, wait, you get warnings for that now? Like, you don't just like that's not just on grounds for termination. No, this is the wild west. Like, like uh, we weren't. There was no like reporting structure for that for us to be. I mean, there probably was, but like, we weren't doing it. To be, but I'm sure we could have. I'm sure we could have been like, uh, hey, uh, what are you smiling about? Sorry, it looks like I have something in my teeth. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is a good time no, to continue, take care of that. No, no, no. No, my bad. I could have just ignored you d- d- using us <laughs> as a mirror. I don't know, dude, but it's really weird me out. All right. I appreciate the fact that he calls just still images old fashions. No, yeah, it was it was <laughs> pretty great. It wasn't old fashions, but it was something similar to that. Uh, there's a there's uh, one of the guys that that listens to the podcast. Um, uh, write write in um, and uh, remind me what uh, what he called like them because it was something funny. Or uh... <clears throat> no, no, they're full images. No, because that I was think... the technical term. <laughs> no, he yeah he had a he had a name for him. It was like a. Yeah, it was something boomery. It was it was it was funny, but but we were also kind of like, hey, knock it off. No, 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 no. He called them. Oh. He, it was something like old fashioned, old fashions, but they, it wasn't old fashions. It was. I'll, I'll get back to you. Um, I just uh, liken it to listener, when you go to you know the, who like, you are. I, when you go to the like the beach or whatever, and it's like dress up like old timey photos. He's like, oh, he showed me. You know, <laughs> he got old, got me an old fashioned. <laughs> Seen a bra strap. <laughs> that reminds me anyway. old fashioned uh, reminds me that there's that uh, South Park episode <laughs> of the old fashions which refers to hand jobs <laughs> <laughs> and he's like oh oh an old fashioned so speaking of uh, old fashions in terms mm. of the drink um, mm. I had what I guess would be an old fashioned for a teenager um, I had <laughs> I had a hard Mountain Dew uh, for oh, the first time yeah. this week. Radical. <laughs> I really <laughs> Well they <laughs> They've been out they've been out for a minute, but they've taken forever to get over to the West Coast and like they didn't have the code reds, but they just had the regular Mountain Dew. Um uh, what? It tasted exactly like a Mountain Dew. It was wild. So and I sent it to a I sent it to a friend who I've been talking to uh about them and they, and they were like so is it an upper or a downer? And I was like, that's a good question. Uh, it was just a wash, really. Yeah. But there, I, I don't know. It was, I I found it to be nostalgic as an adult. Is it, um, like, does it, is, so if it tastes exactly like Mountain Dew, is it something like you basically just have one of and then you're done? 
I mean, if you're a quitter. No. Yeah, uh, it was. If, you, if you're playing GTA all night, you have 15 and then pass out on the floor. Oh, man. It's a good they thing should they put didn't him, have those at They I should youth. put them in two liters. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> they should. Mountain Dew, if you're listening. PepsiCo, you know what to do. Yeah, do your thing. <laughs> when was the last time when was the last time uh anybody had a just a regular mountain dew like a fountain drink admittedly not that long ago yeah <laughs> so I, we 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 did the media for this brewery um and the the style amber or red uh are not necessarily in style these days and mm. one of their assistant brewers got to brew their very first beer and he wanted to brew a red so we did everything red that day. We all dressed in red, and I got a shitload of code red for us to drink during the day. Um, <laughs> I was fine. Yeah. But yeah, you had one, and you're like, oof. Yeah, I'm good. Your teeth Game like, fuel. rattle. Makes my I, skin vibrate. Uh, I think the last time I went to Taco Bell, I had a Baja Blast Mountain Dew. Ooh, Baja Blast, yeah. I think I had um, a regular Mountain Dew... Yeah, not all that long ago, but it was like uh, I was it was like I I got fast food going somewhere, and I was like, oh yeah, I'll have some Mountain Dew. And I was like, yikes, <laughs> we had a lot of that. <laughs> do the do, do the do. Now wait, Brandon, I mean, you said et- 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 etymologically that Mountain Dew comes from originally being like um, moonshine. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you know about when that was? I I assume during the. Uh, but like old, era. like when Mountain Dew first came out, like the mascot or whatever, it had like a picture of like a hillbilly with a jug on it, and still uh, probably it, should. Oh, interesting. <laughs> um, but uh, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, where or I don't know. We're all googling, but um, oh yeah, no, it does. It's it's a Southern or Scots Irish slang for moonshine. Yahoo, Mountain Dew. This is a sign that I see. That's a vintage sign. Oh, you can buy this liquor called Dew Shine. That is it has Dew with soda. <laughs> it has this moonshine bottle with like the cork shooting through his hat. Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> Classic. Um, so, I mean, I I think they yeah they were dried the comparison between the moonshine and the and a kids drink soft drink. <laughs> Yeah, it'll nice. tickle your innards. But I do see it, yeah, there's spelled Y O R E. I hmm. do see this th- stuff called Dew Shine, which is. Oh wait, is that is this Moonshine? That's Mountain Dew. I have no idea what's going on. I don't know. Too Just many order times. it and see what happens. Yeah, I fucked up everybody's <laughs> algorithm again. <laughs> Not anyway. What did you guys get up to with your week? Besides me, just laying in bed drinking hard Mountain Dew. Nice. I, uh, I do want to say uh, for like I think like Mountain Dew, a, a lot of people poo-poo it or look down their nose on it, but it's pretty good as far as uh, I like it. Sodas go. <laughs> I, I think like a lot of people make fun of it or like they say, "Ooh, that tastes bad." It's like, no, it doesn't taste bad. It's just you want to look cool well now what's so. it what's it most similar to it's like something between a sprite and like a crush or something but like not orange yeah it's like a citrusy like i don't know i guess like a, a like a sprite with caffeine and s- something else in it i don't know yeah yeah it's i don't it's not so heavy on the citrusy though, because like the citrusy has the bite. The Mountain Dew just has sugar. maybe it's just more sugar. Yeah, yeah. that I do mutes remember. It. We were in high school when Code Red came out, and they mm-hmm. had it mm-hmm. in the machines at school, <laughs> and getting it, it like I, I haven't had a Code Red since high school. But thinking about it, it was just like so. Th- thick and it was so syrupy right yeah (laughs) Yeah. i don't think i i think i tried it once and i was like nah because it's like fruit punchy right yeah Mm. that's what i think of it as i don't know if that's accurate yeah not so much on the fruit 
It's just, just red. Just, I don't know. Like just it's a punch. Yeah. It tastes like red. I drank a lot <laughs> of that stuff. Um, was the last time you had a code red? Do they still make it? Well, yeah. I mean, a couple months ago, I had a code red for the for that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, he had a bunch of yeah. he had a bunch of code red. Yeah, they didn't. I mean, you can't. I, I guess I, I stopped by a convenience store and I was like, I just need a couple of cans of Code Red, and they're like, Oh, go get some. So I got like those sixteen ounce bottles. They're like, check like, the basement. I don't know. Yeah, got ten of them and called it a day. They're like, what's wrong with this guy? It's like seven in the morning. <laughs> sir, Sorry, do let you me need get to you talk a time to somebody, machine, sir. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, sorry, I, I interrupted, uh, Jake. Oh, I don't think I'll say anything except for I did think of something. We went to the North Carolina Zoo this last weekend, Ooh. and it's a how is it? It's it was fun. It was a it's a big old zoo. They've got a bunch of space for their exhibits, which is pretty fun. Um, there was a <clears throat> a gorilla that was sitting next to the glass, just hanging out. So the boys got a picture with the gorilla. I have trouble. I have trouble with primates <laughs> in captivity. <laughs> Like, because they've got a big chimpanzee uh, exhibit also. And, like, cognitively, this is actually going to kind of lead into my question later, but, like, cognitively, like... I have hey, a hard time they, with zoos, period. Yeah, they they have they have a lot going on. Like, you can see it in their eyes, and I find that troubling because I know that there's got to be some level of recognition of, like, being on display, and I, and I'm I'm sure they're not happy about it. I think that goes for pretty much any like uh, the polar bears here. They pace. So do the elephants. The elephants don't actually pace. They uh, they sway. Mm-hmm. It's like this back and forth motion. And it's a uh, I mean, it's it's been identified as a certain level of insanity. Right. It's like, well, it's like a... you know what we should do? We should probably let's get him a friend. Put him a friend in there. It'll be OK. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's one thing. It. <laughs> we saw we saw um they have an elephant exhibit that's like acres and acres of land. So, and it was actually pretty cool. We got to see one in a in like um just with its trunk out of the water. It was in this big mud water pit and it came out and did the whole um, you know, uh ears doing the like African elephants doing, you know, big ear movements and they were um then the ladies came up and and they were blowing their trumpets and stuff. It was it was pretty exciting, um, but yeah, I mean I'm really I'm really back and forth with zoos. I you know modern zoos in the U S are are geared towards conservation and like re- rehabilitation, which is respectable. But um, yeah, I think they used to be a million times worse. <laughs> right, right. That's yeah. So like, there's that. But anyway, we had a nice time. But then it's like, why don't you just like get the animals fixed or whatever if you, but you know, then they would lose out on revenue and fixed and all that in order to not procreate in captivity. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of, I think a lot of zoos that, that are actively attempting to have animals procreate is for population like increase, but I st- yeah, I mean, it's still a struggle though because they're going to yeah. be born into what they know, so they'll never stand a chance to be released. There's actually a, a an elephant refuge in Kentucky called what the fuck is it called? But it's thousands of acres. Yeah, I think I know what you're and, talking about. And there's it's one yes, you can what you, motherfucker, <laughs> <laughs> but you you can you actually visit it. And there's no, uh, like, there's no guarantee that you actually get to see anything, but it's a responsible area to retire. It started out as circus elephants, mm-hmm. and then it um, kind of graduated to, hey, you know, we have some other zoo elephants that we're putting out to pasture or rescues from, um, you know, India and places where they're letting you ride them and shit like that. Yeah. Uh, but it's cool to see that, you know, there's still at least unpopulated areas where you can do it right. Mm-hmm. But to go like for you to go to a spot and be like, sweet. Well, here's that half an acre land that these gorillas get to live on for the remainder of their existence. It's pretty sad. Yeah. Yeah, I would I would yeah. agree with that. I, I, I am very um, there's a level of. Of. Uh, 
yeah, obvious recognition for me and to be able to, cause I also want to attempt to communicate that to the boys without like ruining their time. But I, yeah, I, I think it's important to, I, 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 I'll say this. I think it's important to not just have a good time at the zoo. I think you should also recognize, cause like supposedly you're, you going to the zoo and paying for entry, like you're helping the animals that are there. I know you're also perpetuating it. So I, I think it's not all good or all bad. And, and it's important to be somewhere in between. Yeah. What's that Disney movie? That's like, that mixes emotions uh, uh inside out inside out it's an important inside out moment it's you... it's good to have the educational purposes but it also is good to be like hey at a certain point yeah do you feel um the same way about uh aquariums that's a really interesting question yes Depends but on only, the animals. But only for the mammals. And <laughs> yeah, <for> see? <laughs> really? A fucking star, I mean, a starfish and a jellyfish, they'll be fine. Well, and I'll <laughs> say, and I'll say also octopuses um, might have a tough time. Oh, this is, yeah, this is so interesting. I didn't mean to do, I didn't mean to do this. I didn't mean to do this, but this is a, this is one of my questions uh, that I'll be asking during the episode. So, oh, so I don't well, want to show my hand up. too much. All right. Oh, Brandon, what you got for your week? Oh, nothing much. It wasn't that exciting. So we can uh, quickly... um... (laughs) When saw a black and white movie that got re-released for the... I'm kidding. Uh, Well, no, quite quite the opposite. I I saw Meg 2, which was... uh... Oh! Oh, yeah, you said it was not not the best. (laughs) Not very good. Wait, did you... You you went from Oppenheimer to the Meg, and you're like, oh, I don't know. I don't think it'll win any awards. (laughs) It's funny that you gave oh. them both the same stars, but what? No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> both pieces of shit. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, you know, yeah, you you can wait for streaming for the Meg too. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I I will. I am a sucker for shark movies, though. I'll, I'll go see any any movie shark movie that comes out. Um, I, because I, I, I mean, e- even a bad shark movie is still a pretty good time, but, um, do you, does it, uh, I know you have a, a real fear of sharks in real life. Do, does watching those movies, um, tickle that fear or does it not at this point? Uh, well, like a movie like that, like where there's like a prehistoric shark that has lived at the bottom of the ocean for whatever millions of years coming to certain, like, no, that, that doesn't scare me because yeah. I, I know that's not real, but how do you, um, how do you know? Well, I don't know. There could be a thermal layer that's actually keeping them down there. And then if the layer gets broken, <laughs> then they are released. Uh, but <laughs> you just answered your own uh, question. Uh, uh, but, um, a little bit like it, it's um it, yeah like like do you I think mean, that's the draw in, yeah, in large part yeah, yeah for sure because it is like yeah it, it's kind of through like ooh, you know there's like you know somebody swimming and the fin pops up like oh that's spooky and uh yeah. it, you know it, it's the same reason why you know people watch uh other horror movies or go through haunted houses or you know it, yeah. it's like yeah. a, a safe level of danger or feeling right you know um right. like like feeling scared I, I i think is fun i know it's not fun for everybody but uh i mean like like le- being legitimately terrified is not fun but like you know like <laughs> right. sort of like safe right. level safe yeah safe safe uh, being scared is fun yeah i get that oh the meg yeah. too you're safe <laughs> yeah yeah we're safe from prehistoric sharks and octopi and Jason Statham kicking your ass. Yeah. Second I know, the, week in a row, movie, we've talked about him. I know. Yeah, true, true. <laughs> the Jason Statham podcast. I mean, yeah, the, 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 the parts in the in the trailer are fun. Like, he's, like, riding around on a jet ski, like, spearing these sharks with dynamite. And, uh... But is like, he, like, I a guess I must have missed this trailer. <laughs> what? The whole time, Jason I, Statham, I must have like, missed the trailer. <laughs> He always has that uh, perpetual, like, just scowl on his face, like, oi. 
<laughs> Fuck you up. Oh, Do you know he contractually guys. has to win all of his fights? Uh, I don't know. Did he win this one, Brandon? He did, yeah. Oh. Oh, spoiler. Jeez, I guess I don't have to go. Oh, see you, Sorry. You spoiled yeah. it. You... Sorry, the lead actor does not die in the movie. <laughs> so there's going to be a Meg 3? Yes. Uh, I, get... I've seen two so far, and I, well, yeah, I'll probably see a third one. If it, uh, <laughs> I, I didn't, honestly, I, I don't I don't like either of the movies, but I would probably go see a third one if another one came out. Yeah. In for a penny, in for a pound at this point, you know. It's it's good to be honest with ourselves, Brandon, so good on you. <clears throat> anyway, um, why don't we take ourselves a short little break, and we'll get back uh, with some questions. If you missed the last Jeopardy, here's one for you film buffs. Former silent screen siren Gloria Swanson portrayed this silent screen siren in Sunset Boulevard. Most critics consider her performance in this Oscar-winning film the best of her career. Can you name this faded film queen she portrays? Time's up. Did you get it? Joe. Who is Norma Desmond? Yes. Join us as new champion Joe Clark tries to solve this category on the next exciting Jeopardy. Monday at 7 on KDAL. Welcome back. Feel free to drop us a line at qualifiednonsense at gmail.com or connect with us on our socials. Uh, Jake, you mentioned uh, you had a question for the group. Yeah, I do have a question. Th- thank you. Thank you for this opportunity to speak. Um, <clears throat> the floor is yours. Thank you. Uh, boys, I have a question. Why <clears throat> aren't you vegetarian? I'll, uh, I'll say this. I'm not a vegetarian. And I, this is a leading question, so if this was in the court of law, I would get um, objected and sustained because this is a leading question. Why, why aren't you vegetarian? I've I wondered that because I do. Um, I know that um, the meat, like factory farming, is really abusive and horrible for animals. Um, I. But at the same time, like I, I kind of share Anthony Bourdain's view of it that like we have to know where our food is coming from, and there's just like sort of a level of um, like by eating an animal, like you're not necessarily you're not necessarily disrespecting it. Um, it's providing you life and pleasure, and you know all of this. And um, I, I think if you look at it that way, that's more healthy than like oh fuck this i'm you know kill all the cows and give them to me like being like honest about it yeah um, i'm the i I deserve it i i god gave it to me yeah god put Uh, them there for me to num 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 like uh but also i i mean just like simply like i i i I like the taste of of meat so sure yeah i don't know all right that's fair that's uh, yeah matt um yeah i guess it's it's probably a lot of reasons um i was i was raised on on meat and i enjoy it um i have family members that are in the cattle business um i enjoy the taste of it but like rationally i know that <clears throat> um there's probably more sustainable ways to to eat and if i was a bit more adventurous in my culinary palate i could mm-hmm. probably be a vegetarian actually um this kind of kind of lead into to my question but uh i i would love to be a pescatarian i could i could eat seafood as the day is long um but in in terms of why aren't why am i not a vegetarian uh yeah probably for those reasons yeah yeah i i think i'm i'm in the same boat i mean um which I think most people are. Um, but I was thinking about it. Um, I'm actually, I'm going to step away for just a second because I forgot to grab a book because I wanted to find a quote because it was similar to uh, Anthony Bourdain. So give me a second. Nerd alert! So there's this chef named uh, Hugh Fernley Whittingstall, which is a very English name, um, but he has the River Cottage uh, cookbook series um, that he's done a couple oh, of yeah. series of. And, and he's got this. English. Yeah, he's got this book that 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 he definitely put himself on the map about, um, <clears throat> and it's called Meat, and it's um, you know very Englishy how you 
you know, how, how to like prepare, like, um, cultivate, um, relationships with farmers and, and, um, you know, get good meat and try to get it as sustainably as possible. And, um, he has, I actually re just realized I meant to get this earlier and I didn't grab the, the quote and I'm not gonna be able to find it right now, but essentially I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to say, I'm going to paraphrase what he said, which is basically like to, to not eat meat is to, you know, essentially pretend like we don't affect the world around us. Um, and since we are naturally, humans are naturally um, omnivores, he thinks that, you know, denying that is sort of unhealthy. And I, and I appreciate that um, perspective, but I also think it's really convenient because it's yummy. <laughs> like we, like, like you guys, I enjoy eating meat. Um, but there's definitely a level of cognitive dissonance that occurs um, because um, I'm sure we've all seen things like an orchestra playing for a, a uh, or like a, you know, a four piece um, quartet playing music for, uh, have you seen that? Or they, they play uh, music for a herd of cattle and the cat, the cattle all just come up to the fence and just sit there and listen and like, then like wag their tails and just like lock eyes with musicians. Um, it's like, there is a level of cognitive dissonance that occurs, um, when eating meat because it's like, you know, it's yummy and it's what I'm used to. Uh, anyway, that's why, that's why I'm asking. And I, you know, for my question, I also wrote down things like, you know, um, where, where to draw the line or like where to, yeah, where to draw the line of like what you will eat because it's yummy versus what you won't eat because it's yummy. So well, chicken, I mean, like lettuce growing in your yard is a living thing. Yeah. It is a weird, like, so for somebody that's like high, I would consider myself like a, a hyper carnivore or super carnivore or whatever. Like I would be more apt and this is, and I'm not saying that it makes sense, but this is just how I operate is like, I would be more apt to eat like an unusual piece of meat opposed to like an unusual vegetable. Sure. Well, and I, I think, like, I think a lot of people are in that, that, um, you know, bucket of like uh, you know and, and I, I don't think i don't think it's weird i just am and th that's part of the reason why i'm asking the questions because i'm finding myself there also i've definitely toyed with the idea of becoming a vegetarian but it's like a a pain in the ass b like i don't know anything about it so i'd have to investigate it a lot and then um well, uh, i don't think it also like the, the the average recipe doesn't really lend itself to the creativity or the ability to have a unique tasting option as opposed to like, Hey, cook this protein and create a sauce and any other accoutrements, put it with a pasta, put it with uh, whatever. But uh, you know, from a vegetarian capacity there, you have like, it, you have to be very creative with it. Cause it's like, how, I mean, are you really going to eat hummus and falafel and salads? Well, well no, no I mean, I think that, that's it. But... Yeah. That's, I think that's just it. I'm like, just saying, but like the, the average person I think is, it's not necessarily, uh, it's not as approachable as just well, cooking a hamburger. Sure. But I think that's like societal context. Like what you said, you absolutely. Know, you grew, you absolutely. grew up with it. Like we grew up with, with eating meat, um, and meat being like a, a cornerstone to each meal. Um, well, do you, I, do you eat meat like three meals a day? Who me? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, probably one, either of you. one to two. Uh, I mean, any, any more, I, uh, I only eat one meal a day, really. Um, but do you do, I have, do you do like, a, uh, what is that called? Intermittent fasting? Intermittent. Uh, I, I do inadvertent intermittent fasting. Inadvertent. It's just, <laughs> it's just because yeah. I don't, I, I'm not a breakfast guy. I don't, I don't necessarily dig any of the foods. I like granola's cool. Um, but I usually get to the point in my work day where, I will have skipped lunch just because I'm working and it's, it's, it's not conscious, mm -hmm. but then it'll be like, well, it's dinner. And then yeah. I just skip it and do the same thing the next day, which has been beneficial for like weight loss. 
um, you know, when I left the brewery, I needed to lose quite a bit and that was one way to pretty much help it. Um, but you know, you do get to the point where you can be kind of hangry at some points. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so like I'll do, I'll do like meal replacements. Costco has these, um, they're called just like protein, protein something. They're just protein bars Mm -hmm. and I'll eat one, go to the gym and then I'll just eat once a day. Um, but usually it does include to answer your question, Brandon. Yes, it does usually include a protein of some, a, a meat protein of some kind. Do you guys I, eat octopus? Oh. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. There's a spot here in Vancouver called Elements, and that's a starter of his. But um, it's an entire arm of an octopus. So it's like, I mean, like it could from, be like from body to end of end of yeah, leg. yeah. I've seen those. So it it could be. I mean, it could be a full on meal, but it's technically a starter, and it is so good. Brandon, do you eat octopus? Uh no, I I mean I, I like I'll eat like um, calamari, which is yeah squid I guess. But um, if it was offered, would you eat octopus? I mean I guess it's not the, like the most readily available thing. No, it's um, it's a delicacy. I think you know. I mean delicacy is in like you know th- you're gonna get upcharged for it in my mind's eye. I was someplace recently and they had uh, octopus on the menu, like the same thing you were just talking about. But uh, I don't know, like. Knowing what I know about them, they are, you know, well that that's the leading beings and like, like I I, uh, I was at the movies the other day and they're like doing a re-release of uh, Old Boy, uh-huh. and there's that scene in it where he eats the live octopus and he's just like yeah. shoving the that I would not in his do. mouth, and uh, like you see the tentacles like all like twisting around in his mouth like like he actually ate ate a real one and. They showed that in the trailer, and I was like, "Oh, like I don't know." It, <laughs> yeah, it's it's upset. Well, it's upsetting. I, I think that's I think well for me anyway. I, for me, that's upsetting <clears throat> because right, what you know about them is that they have like they have cognition in, to a pretty advanced degree, um, and the other the other animals that I listed on <laughs> on my list of things to ask you guys about. We don't have to take the whole podcast to talk about this, but like dogs and cats and monkeys which also have and like frankly pigs like they have high cognitive abilities and so there's a line to be drawn and i'm sure it's in in large part it's societally drawn for us but um i do think it's a fun thought exercise because it does challenge my like sort of my beliefs when i when i don't um, think about it like what I'm used to, uh, versus what, what I would like to sort of demonstrate in my day-to-day life. That's interesting. I mean, we do live lives where like, we don't have to eat meat, you know, we, we, the, the, there's nothing forcing us to, so it is a conscious choice. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it is an interesting question to think about why we make that choice. Mm-hmm. That's why I've been going to the store recently. And not only is it cheaper, which <clears throat> cheaper doesn't always mean better, <laughs> um, but it's a ground pork and ground beef mixture. And I have a hard time rationalizing in my head, like how those two animals could exist together. And I was like, well, I don't have to think about it as opposed to just like saying it's ground. Oh beef. yeah. Grocery stores. <laughs> I, I mean, that's a totally different subject, but grocery stores baffle, like baffle me. The, the, the amount of available stuff, all the time is bananas. Well, kind of along those lines, like as far as marketing goes, like, do you think um, if we were to call meat, like, I guess like chicken is the only example. Well, I guess there's like squid and like fish and things like that that do. But if we called like pork pig or uh, uh, beef cow, um, I do. I do that. wonder about that, about <laughs> that marketing. You know, there, there's a, there is a distinction to be made for like, as a descriptor, it's helpful to know that you're talking about meat versus an animal, but there, it does, it adds a, it adds a layer between you and the animal. But couldn't they say, it, Oh, this is, um, cow chuck or this is cow 
right uh ribs or you know <laughs> well like, even 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 hamburger right because hamburger is such a is such a universal sort of term for not only the, the the sandwich but then also the ground meat and so you say hamburger and it or like hot dog and it's 100 percent beef you're adding layers between you and the animal and it just becomes less and less uh you know uh coming from a, a live creature each each tube of meat should come with a name and like papers <laughs> there's there's that uh there's that um uh portlandia about them ordering a chicken and they're like well how, how you know how what's the farm like and and did it have a good life and like was it depressed ever and it's a it's a funny episode it's a funny bit but um yeah anyway food for thought no pun intended also uh i i think the um impossible meats are getting pretty good that uh they're yeah, i've had a couple of those they're pretty decent substitutes i i think like i, I had an italian sausage one that was like it tasted like an italian sausage or uh, like the impossible whopper at burger king tastes to me exactly like the regular whopper so I don't know. Like there, there, there's kind of less and less of an excuse to choose meat, but I don't know. Yeah, I, I think when it, it's, um, I think the impossible stuff works better if it's, um, kind of more processed, like a sausage or like a burger patty versus yeah. When there's like like additives, you wouldn't or... want it to like substitute it for like a steak or something right yeah that goes back we talked about this before but i think that's one of the other issues as to why i don't want to be a vegetarian or especially a vegan is because there's so much of it that's focused on being a replacement for oh yeah i I stop trying like stop trying to fucking replicate the taste of meat if you're trying to make it approachable like oh this is you know this is not meat meat. It's like, oh no, just don't, just don't have it at all. Yeah. Anyway. I agree. <clears throat> no, I well, agree. You think that, that would rope like in it. more, more people who would be less apt to. I think you, I think stuff? you stand to also burn that bridge even harder. Like you, you stand to have people like say, yeah. I'm never doing it because I tried this once and it was God awful. Right. Right. I, I think, um, I have a, a a friend of mine who um, oh I mentioned last pad, podcast he opened a coffee shop, mm-hmm. um, but he's been a vegetarian for a long time and and he <clears throat> for a really long time when we would seek out vegetarian restaurants he'd be like I don't understand why so many places use vegetarian as a as a you know code for like no flavor like no one's using spices like you can still have tasty things <laughs> you can still yeah. use like salt <laughs> and other you know really like strong flavors with um heartier vegetables that doesn't yeah, exactly matt that doesn't like attempt to replace any of the you know meat proteins but instead just like lives in its own lane well and and you can still use eggs cheese all that stuff right so yeah um but yeah if we're talking vegan then that's a a different that's That's a different conversation i think (laughs) so all right can i lead it this this is actually it's it's decent segue into my question let's go yeah all right you're on death row oh geez for what crime brandon i don't know you're on death yep (laughs) you're on death you're on death row they come to you and they allow you to pick your final meal What's your final meal, Brandon? Um, Does it have to be kosher or like... <laughs> never-ending pasta bowl from Olive Garden, so that I never have to die? <laughs> soup, soup, soup salad, and breadsticks. <laughs> Just keep them coming. And then, yeah. uh, That's a great way to prolong your death. Wow. I'm not you done yet. You did it. You did it. You, you broke the system. the system. Holy shit. <laughs> That's genius. I didn't even think about that. You had that in your back pocket too. That was great. No. And you have to make them like put cheese on everything. Like I'll say yeah. when. Yeah. More fresh ground pepper, please. Uh, no, that, that would probably not be my final meal. Um, you don't want to go out with diarrhea. <laughs> well, I mean, that's someone else's problem. Not mine. <laughs> I would definitely want to go out with diarrhea. Yeah. Chorizo, like anything chorizo, yeah, just, all chorizo. 
pack me up like a ticking time bomb. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> um, <coughs> no, I, I, I would probably just do like, I don't know. Uh, just a PB and J. Well, no, like, I think like no my crust. favorite food. My favorite food no. is <laughs> just an uncrust. I just want one uncrustable. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think my favorite food is a cheeseburger. Like of all the foods, um, would it be from a spot? Vegetarian. Um, <laughs> <laughs> a bun and some lettuce. You could have the buns be uh, beyond meat. But can I get it low carb, no bun, please? I'm trying to watch my figure. Um, trying to watch my figure. <laughs> I mean, I I don't really care from where. Uh, I mean, yeah, like you know, somebody from like a nicer restaurant is going to be better than like McDonald's, but whatever. Like, um, I just bring uh, you a happy meal, <laughs> a cheeseburger happy meal. <laughs> I don't want to put anyone out. Uh, and uh, that's nice. Is <laughs> your apple slices and chocolate milk? Thank you. So probably like just like a burger, fries, and maybe a few beers. And I don't think you can have alcohol. That's fucked up. On death row, like for your last meal, I don't think you can have alcohol. You can't. I don't think. I don't think so. Hmm. Hey Google. Yeah, better look this up. (laughs) Hey computer. (laughs) (laughs) It is funny. After our our previous conversation, my first thought was meat. Um. As as the you know like what meat would I want and I was like oh man just oh. like immediately alcohol or tobacco are usually but not always denied interesting hmm. tobacco under their contemporary the, restrictions wonder what the exception hmm. would be uh, probably the state hey man can I get a light <laughs> can I just get one more hit of meth before I go out just a quick I mean I, I I've thought about this and like like it doesn't it doesn't really matter to me. Like what, I mean, what I just ate could be my last meal and I wouldn't know it, but like, yeah. <laughs> um, like it's I wouldn't dark. be like sitting there as they're putting the needle in my arm thinking like, Oh no, I should have had a, like, yeah, I, I'm probably I'm thinking really about glad things, I had steak au poivre. things other than food, <laughs> you know? <laughs> right. I would probably, I would, I would, I would be a, you know, I'd I'd be like, I don't want one. I'll pass. I'll take a pass. <laughs> I'd murder those teens again. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna starve before I go. No. <laughs> I'd murder those teens again. Oh no. Uh, um, yeah, I think for for me, like, it, yeah. I don't know. It, it assuming, assuming it's death row and you've been on there for a while, it means you've been deprived of things outside of the outside for quite some time so like i don't know that i could put it would probably be a meat and seafood kind of thing like i would say go get me a dipped beef from portillo's get me a shitload of shrimp it, i don't know it, i don't know it would have to I mean, be they, a hodgepodge they, of stuff they don't have to honor your request right they they, they could say fuck off like, you're getting yeah. uh and j from the cafeteria they could yeah I, I mean i guess they could i don't know um but i think it would be, i think it's your last like your last right kind of thing i would uh I, I don't have any food allergies but man i would try to get my food allergy like you just try to like eat a bunch shellfish. of nuts to kill yeah, yourself yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is only a tradition not a right so in oklahoma there's a 25 dollars spending limit while florida the limit is 40 dollars, and the food must be available locally how much is the limit uh 40 in florida hmm. i am glad that someone took the time to write that shit down for all the shit that happens in florida <laughs> i'm glad that that's what they're spending their time on so there i mean you can't say yeah will you travel to you know out of state and get me some whatever and uh the day before they wrote down that they were like god damn it who's got a car who's got gas (laughs) they're just asking some guy who's like transplanting an organ on the way back like hey this guy wants portillos we don't have them in florida but you got this heart coming with you (laughs) well anyway that's my question brandon what do you got for us let me see uh yeah let's keep it all food related uh 
It's a food themed episode. What's your favorite Tasty. type of pasta? Chickpea pasta? No, no I'm kidding. I can't. Uh, I mac can't and cheese with peas. Ooh. I, I, I don't mean pasta dish. <laughs> I mean, I guess pasta shape. Like, what oh. is your. I don't really have an opinion of this. It used to be linguine for me, and now I think it's. Uh, it might still be linguine. Oh, no. Ah, mm, ah, this is tough. This is a good question. Do, are we counting? I'm going to pull up Brandon. Do you count. Uh, <laughs> Do you count um, uh, gnocchi in, as a yeah, pasta? Yeah, it's a potato. Yeah, it's a yeah, potato I'd pasta. I'd say right? gnocchi, uh, spetzel, like, uh, yeah, <gasps> if you want to. Oh, man. <laughs> I Oh, this is tough. <laughs> I mean, we, yeah, we, we could, I, this, I, this is just an open-ended conversation. You don't have to choose one. We can just. No, I have to choose one brand. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I For guess my I would final say... meal. This is, I don't know, it's going to sound like kind of a douchey thing to say, but uh, I've only made my own pasta once, and I think that was my favorite because I finally saw the difference between, like, fresh making your own pasta and, like, pasta out of a box, yeah. but it was carb- carbonara noodles, and they were, it was it was really good. What's carbonara noodles? It's just, like, it's a fuck ton of cheese and bacon or pancetta, but um, it's just... You're, right. I mean, well, just... well, you made you made a carbonara, but what sort of noodles did you make with it? Did you did because you hand you handmade the, those noodles? You said. Yeah, it was just a recipe that I found online. It was just a basic like. Were they like what's the shape of the thin? noodle? Oh, they were stringy. Yeah, they were like nice. you folded folded them out in like four different layers, and then you cut them thin, and then when you strung them out, you had like four noodles to one cut. You know what? Just so were they like more like a fettuccine type or? Like like a flat yeah, I mean, noodle would... or, yeah. We have a lot of questions, Matt. <laughs> I have. Um, a, I can wait. I can actually send you guys a picture. No, guys. I just I I, I just uh, looked over at my cookbooks and um, I got fucked up because um, I'm thinking when you said pasta, I thought of um, Italy, but there's, and actually like the greater part of Europe, but like, what about Asian noodles? Because that's pasta too, right? Yep. Yeah. I like that, a good. That, I like that, a good rice noodle. Uh, that turns it all up on, on its head for me. Because I, uh, <laughs> there's some really good ones out there. There's this. There's this. Uh, there's this place in New York called Xi'an Famous Foods. Holy shit! They they make hand pulled noodles, and it's you get to watch them do it, which is like really fun. And they just like they they, they like tear it apart with their hands, and then they like they like stretch it and then they slam it against the table. It's like a whole event. Yeah. And it's a lot of fun to watch. The ones where they're like pulling them and throwing them into the pot at the same yeah, time. Yeah. 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 Really, uh, really entertaining to watch and also delicious. So uh, this, this, uh, this, this question, question is really getting me going. Brandon, I hope you know. Um, <laughs> sorry. Sorry but, to get you all worked up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I believe we only have 90 seconds to get. Yeah. Uh, no, I would say, yeah, I would say Xi'an famous foods or like, like the, the, uh, uh, Western Chinese hand pulled noodles. Um, especially when they get into I really like, like a, uh, like a yakisoba noodle. It's also good. Oh yeah. Well, like mm-hmm. aren't yakisobas like kind of like slimy. I mean, they can be if you, yeah. yeah. Depends on the sauce. What about, uh, udon? Korean udon's good. Korean noodles. Oh man. Um, I'm stressing we out in, over here. Here, I'm gonna send <laughs> this to our Chicago. group chat. They're actually thicker noodles oh. than I remember, but um, that was just because of like the way I cut them. Ooh, ooh, those are good. Nice. They were thick, but I'd eat the shit out of that meal. Sorry. Go ahead, Brandon. What were you going to say? Um, when we were in Chicago, uh, when we went to Italy, we brought home some long fusilli pasta. Ooh. And that was really good. Um, I really like, I really like like a kind of a denser pasta. Um, mm-hmm. Like a, that like has bucatini. some with it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, or uh, like a um, 
what is it the 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 ones that are like a corkscrew like um uh cavatappi is that but what about like um like orzo or like that that's really good in soup oh um, yeah mm-hmm. um i really like uh, uh, uh rigatoni i like because usually that's pretty thick walled <laughs> i don't know if that's i'm sure that's not the right terminology <laughs> I like a pasta with a good thick wall um good tomato base and a thick wall <laughs> <laughs> hey ooh, what are we talking about here um, i like the ones that uh are shaped like the alphabet oh <laughs> yeah i like the spider-man ones or uh, <laughs> um or uh i mean there's tortellini there's uh ravioli um, oh gosh that's right they're stuffed ones wait <laughs> wait what about like yeah dumplings in general because because dumplings they're... i have very strong opinions about but like every culture has them they're not pasta. They're... but i don't consider them a pasta dish i know but i challenge that because if if if, if tortellini is a pasta and ravioli is a pasta i feel like you would be hard pressed to make the distinction between a, a ravioli and a and like a uh you know, essentially a pot sticker. But they're called soup dumplings. So it's a soup dumpling pasta? D- question. Does uh Italy have dumplings? Do they do they make a dumpling? Mm. Or is that their dumpling? Because every culture has a dumpling. I think that would be And their I would say, I'll say right, it they, does say they, they make the <laughs> they make the base and then they put the filling in. Like a yeah, gnocchi are te- or... technically Italy's famed Italian dumpling. Gnocchi is yeah, there's nothing, but there's nothing That's in what it. It says, "What the fuck?" It's a hollow dumpling, then. No, but it's not even hollow. It's 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 like it's thick, thick. It's um like a. It's a dumpling uh, that's shooting blanks. Thick with two C's. Jesus <laughs> uh, <laughs> Christ! <laughs> that's actually a beer. <laughs> Interesting. Gnocchi is a dumpling. I guess it does have like dumpling like textures. Is that because it's potato based? Oh, interesting. It, it might be because I'm trying to think of recipes for um, dumplings in other cultures. I know in South America they use a lot of like corn based, so they're so they're dumpling like um, the uh, the wrapping side of dumpling uh, is is like a different consistency than pasta. But I feel like a lot of Eastern cooking dumplings have pasta like qualities. What's the worst pasta? Mm. Spider-Man. <laughs> um, I, I would hazard to say black ink pasta. Cause I don't know what it does other than makes a mess and look cool. So I actually saw recently that you can do black ink pasta with activated charcoal oh yeah so it keeps the mess down Hmm. interesting uh yeah i don't know uh like worst worst tasting pasta um i mean like overcooked pasta get out of here i want to like is there like a particular shape (laughs) that uh i'll say i'm not a huge fan of whole wheat pasta yeah as far as shapes I, go, I, I'm not a big fan of bow tie pasta. I feel like I was just gonna like, say, yeah, I was just gonna say because that's what we have. Whole I think wheat it's, bow tie. <laughs> yeah, I think it's pretty. I think it's atrocious to eat. Try to get it on a spoon or a fork or anything. It's it's irritating. But I feel like nothing, like no sauce clings to it. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck like bow tie pasta. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're in agreement on that. Bow tie pasta. Finally, we can. Uh, you're fired. Um, <laughs> you can get out. All right. Well, um, you didn't realize this is going to be a food podcast. That went on, that went on longer than I thought it would. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's an episode all about food. So thank you all for listening. Um, I'm trying to find my notes here. Uh, what do I say here? Uh, you only send done any... it for a year. <laughs> 
I know. I was doing it <laughs> straight, but I yeah, I haven't memorized it. I'm not off book yet. Uh, send any questions or comments to qualifiednonsense at gmail.com or hit us up on our socials found in the episode description. Don't forget to rate, review, share, like, and subscribe on your podcast app of choice. If you haven't already, please check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash qualifiednonsense and sign up for just five bucks a month to help us keep the lights on and get some bonus content while you're at it. Oh, and uh, we will be going live uh, on August 27th, which is a Sunday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. You can find us on uh, twitch.tv slash qualifiednonsense or on our YouTube channel where at uh, Qualified Nonsense you can find us there so join us uh, live and submit some questions or just kind of watch us uh, stare at out into space but um, <laughs> hopefully we'll, we'll wow. see you there but what we'll see up? you back here next Wednesday for another brand new episode of Qualified Nonsense thanks everybody bon appetit yep, yep. <laughs> I got another.